Chelsea podcast, one and all, welcome. Yannick on Chelsea is a podcast about Chelsea FC by Chelsea fan, me, Yannick. Who'd have bloody well guessed it? Um, today, I've got a Chelsea fan, Dan Silveron, to discuss what's been happening at Chelsea, well, <laughs> what we think we need and what's going to happen in the future, which no one can predict, but we certainly uh, had fun shooting the shit today. Uh, Dan goes to all the Chelsea games. He's um, he's often, uh, you can often hear him on the Chelsea fan cast and uh, on Love Sport Radio. We had a great chat. I want to get him on again. Thank you, Dan. Um, yeah, let's get into it. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, I'm delighted to welcome to the podcast my mate Dan Silver, who I see at the, well, I've seen him at a few games recently. Um, self-proclaimed inverted commas a podcast whore. <laughs> you can often hear him on, <laughs> often hear him on the Chelsea fan cast. Sometimes on the Love Sport Chelsea show. Uh, he knows his onions. He's been following Chelsea for a long time, and he's a good bloke. So, welcome to the podcast, Dan. Hi mate, thank you very much for having me. I'm also available for weddings and permits for as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The podcast hall will will turn up at yeah. weddings and permits for. Cool. So I haven't actually done a pod in uh, a couple of weeks now. Um, so I'm excited to do another uh, another one. We've a lot of talking points. Obviously, it's the usual format of two parts, but we're not necessarily exclusively going to re- review any particular game in this first part, which is going to shoot the shit about general results, players, uh, and part two, we can look forward. But um, So, yeah, Dan, basically, I mean, I follow you on Twitter, and uh, before I get your take, I, w- I want to get all your thoughts on the coach situation, <laughs> and, and, and it, it's encapsulated with Chelsea's current situation. But before before I do, I'll just update my opinion on it to the list, to the listeners, and just to, to yourself, really, just for us chatting. Sure. Um... I'm very confused, <laughs> and I don't really how to feel. Like, um, I don't feel like uh, getting rid of sorry necessarily fixes a lot, of, a lot of our issues. And um, like many people, I was really excited for his appointment. Um, and obviously, there's been difficult and turbulent times, and he's probably quite aloof and too honest for his own good. But at the same time, I see times of him where he's honest because people call him arrogant, but I don't think he's... Even if he's a bit arrogant, I don't think he's got... Because he hasn't won anything and Chelsea will be the biggest job he ever has in his career, I think he hasn't got this ego. And he is just like, look, I'm completely putting my cards on the table. I've been brought here to do this and I'm trying to do it. Um, And I found that quite positive and refreshing. We had some shit results. Um, He has... I guess made changes that people are asking for and he's bringing on his first two subs being like the two people people are calling for and Ruben and Callum he's changed formations he's even played like more mm. defensive football against Spurs and I, I went to I went to Wembley at the cup final and I was incredible I thought we were the better team in the second half of that final yeah I thought you were we so you know he, well. we yeah so you know he, he was doing all these things is it too late is it, how do you feel about the coach and do you feel like the problems are bigger at Chelsea, or I just just what's your general gist of what's going on, Dan? I think the whole club's a car crash at the moment. I think yeah. you know you can you can trace the whole chaos back to uh, Carlo when he won the double. Mm. Um, again, the club failed to invest in significant players. You know, became second, which is still fairly respectable. He got he got you know sacked in the tunnel at Everton. Mm. I mean, he was he's a very good manager. You know, Jose comes back, wins the league, gets given crap players. You know. 
and totally arguably the greatest achievement, tenth to first. Mm. You know, asked for players which he could. You know, yes, they're short term, and yes, perhaps they go against the club's policies. Mm. But well, you know, it gives him daily drink water. I mean, seriously, it just—it's been so much mismanagement from top to bottom. It's, it's, it's crazy. I mean, yeah. that first season with Conte was some of the best football I've ever seen. Americans, that Everton yeah. game run 5-0, that was just, oh, I love that, that was proper sexy football. Mm. That was just, you know, you walk away thinking, Christ, I've really had an amazing 90 minutes of football. It's absolutely yeah, brilliant. Absolutely. And then we get Sarri in, mm-hmm. you know, he, he comes in five days into pre-season. We didn't set Conte. It, it, it's, 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 the club's a shit show from the top top down. Mm. You know, you look at, look at where we've been, you know, Man City were four, was it four years behind us mm-hmm. when they got the you know the sovereign wealth coming out look look at that club they're so well organized yes you could argue their financial shenanigans leave lots of design but you know they got yeah i mean look at the whole way they're organized you know they've got feeder clubs they're well set up yeah you know yes i know we can't compete with the sovereign wealth in terms of money but roman could have built a real legacy mm. you know we've chopped and changed managers and yes we have won trophies and yes we've done incredibly well mm-hmm. but you know the, the flip side of that is this is probably one of the weakest teams I've seen in a long time. There's no leader, there's no characters. You know, Sarri's been given a lot of square pegs to put into round holes. Mm-hmm. Yes, they say he's a coach, but I don't really see anyone who's really improved. Mm-hmm. I mean, Barkley had a bit of a, you know, a, 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 you know an upturn form. He's yeah. gone back to, yeah, sideways mm-hmm. form. Listen, Ruben's getting game time. Ruben's looking, you know, like the player he was. Mm-hmm. Um, Callum's getting game time. It's it's so. It's so difficult because you know, if you sat, sorry, where where'd you go now? I mean, yeah. you know, we're not going to win the league. The top four, it's, listen, the Wolves was our great opportunity to really kind of, you know, pass in the driving seat. And it was another inept performance, unable to break down uh, weird, uh, a team yeah. that's very well set up. Mm. Listen, they, they, do, they didn't come to win. They don't have to win. No, you know, they don't have to come attacking. Yeah. They were superbly well. They had three huge guys across the middle. Mm-hmm. Keep the ball, keep the ball, keep the ball. And, you know, it took a, a moment of magic for me to in injury time to get us a point mm. now we won that game we went up game and had suddenly right on Spurs' coattails and it, the ball's in our court now we're it, it's who knows you know what, what's Roman going to do another season yeah. without Champions League lack of revenue etc etc yeah. I mean I've never been a fan of, we started off really well sorry you know we're 18 games unbeaten in the title race Spurs, yeah. yeah Spurs found us out and then we kind of you know been a bit you know the, the odd good game like only a while now we've kind of just it's dull it's turgy there's no excitement yeah. there's no no one no one breaks past the striker but you know it's, the amount yeah. of times the ball sort of come back and you you know oh where's a young fat Lampard just to smack it in from the yeah. box it just it's very it's, frustrating right now it is it is and you made, you made some excellent points there there's a few to pick up on Um, it is turgid and the thing is it's so funny because we, Sari was brought in for the exact opposite of Turkish football. Um, I mean, you know, the thing is, ah, the context is required because when there's difficult times, we will reminisce about, you know, that sort of like 2008 team and, you know, and then we start talking about the characters we're missing and, you know, um, but the way Chelsea are playing is not the way Sari wants to. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to be a Sari sympathiser here because he's pissed yeah, off sure. in a lot of ways, but, um, you know, it's not. This isn't meant to represent what we, what the club of, in their eyes, purchased. You know, so it's 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 not people that the people are sort of thinking this is what Sari wants to do. When really, he's fucked as pissed off as I think most Chelsea fans in, in what he's seeing on the pitch, which might speak I, I, more as a coach. I, I, I know what you say in terms of developing players, but 
this is doubly frustrating for me because I don't want to make too many parallels to Napoli because obviously they did play amazing football. People were attacking the space like Chelsea players aren't attacking the space. <laughs> and like, it's, it's, just, it's a very different football though. Isn't it? it is, it's, it is, it lot, is. You know, the, the pace is a lot slower. It I is the pace. He's always said that he doesn't, he doesn't need play, he doesn't need to buy players. Yeah. You know, top, top coach, have got their philosophy, you know. Pep's yeah, got yeah. a philosophy. He wants to play a certain way. He still spent two hundred million on fucking you know, fullbacks. He, yeah, no, no, not not so much the money because that's that's a, that's a separate issue. But in terms of his footballing philosophy, yeah, brilliant coach. He wants to play a certain way, but he can he can tweak something in a match. He can make a change. You can yeah. kind of like look at the players. Well, you know, actually, like I think he, a game he bought in, he bought Fernandinho into mm. centre back, and then they won the game. Yeah, um, Jurgen Klopp, you know, mm. don't like it, but he's he's got a philosophy and he. Yeah, you know that that team are playing. Well, Guardiola he's, he's too rigid. He's got yeah, yeah. He's too, too rigid. rigid for my liking. Yeah, Guardiola plays like three formations in a game. The, 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 the thing, the thing that frustrates me is that the, he did coach. But if you look at Koulibaly at Napoli, was one of the worst centre backs ever. Like they had to, they were like, this yeah. is the biggest waste of space ever. If you look at him now, everyone puts him in like the top three centre-backs in the world. Dr- you know, yeah. Dries Mertens went from a five goal a season to 30 goal a season forward. He, there, were, there was, he he did do like massive examples across that 11. He made these players from, regardless of the league, the, the style, he made yeah. player A turn into I player B. I can't argue that. Yeah, so yeah. It, it, it's, it's frustrating. The, the thing, and what really pisses, I mean, I'm hating what I'm seeing at the moment from the team. And this is why I say I'm confused because you're right about, I'm trying to think, have we been worked out? I mean, have, you know, obviously sitting on Jorginho caused like a really stale amount of games and then it didn't. And then we started playing more passes through Kante on the right and then Louise would put balls over the top. Do you remember, I've been saying this recently. Do you remember that game early doors, Chelsea versus Liverpool, the 1-1. We only just lost the points because of that Sturridge one the last goal. Minute, yeah, yeah. That, yeah. that game was insane. That, and people were like, the headlines all for the next couple of days was like, Chelsea and Liverpool set the pace in Europe for quality of football. Like, you know, even City were going, oh God, yeah, we got to buck our you know, game up a little bit. And they were saying yeah. at, at the time how far United, Arsenal and Spurs are off this quality of football. It was like this... And now look. And that, exactly, and now, now look. And now look. But, the, but that wasn't like... That was a toe-to-doe, like, you know, what the fuck's happened to Chelsea? You know, we've been like, someone's put yeah. some sort of steroids in their arm and they've just exploded and they've done this, like, mental, you know, Galactico-level performance. And I don't know, I feel like it's like a collective thing. I, To be honest, like, I, if Sari makes attacking football work at Chelsea, great. If he, I've got no fucking, like, I haven't really got a horse in the race, to be honest. No. You know, if he on. turns it around, and you know, Great, if he bro. turns it around, it's, you know, I'll, I'll be lying. I'll, I'll help myself. You know what? I'll judge him too quickly. Mm. But I just can't see it happening. I mean, no, can I. We got found out. <laughs> we, we got found out so quickly. And, you know, yeah. Wolves didn't put anybody on. Wolves didn't really put anybody on Jorginho. Mm. He, he, he ran, you know, from sort of you know, the edge of our penalty box up to say halfway mm. into the Wolves. You know, our attacking third. Mm. We had lots of balls, but no, they just sat off us. We know they, they yeah. didn't need to put man on man. Yeah, they're they difficult. Us, so I don't really. Re- they're a difficult example well though, because they are they're top so, six we're specialists. To, well, so. Do yeah, you know, well, Leicester came here. And, yeah, that's we, true. We do nil nil Southampton. We are, I know, I we know, are so was... easy to play against. Yeah, so easy. It's, you know, listen, most of the coaches in the Premier League, are, you know, they're, they're not they're no mugs. They may not be you know mm. world class, but you know Eddie Howe, Eddie Howe. Bournemouth a bit of an Indian sign over us and we lost 4 0 to Bournemouth. Yeah. I mean that would never happen on John Terry's watch. No, but, but that's, that's the, the whole that well that you know that, that's a whole 
fucking kettle of fish. Do you know what I mean? With, with, the, with the characters, well, it's a collective shitstorm, Dan. Really, because like, and I think, I think, and I well, think, we... you know, sorry, we'll get the brunt of it because we don't have the characters because he didn't get the time. And regardless to him saying he's a player coach and he doesn't want players, I reckon he's just saying that because that kind of attitude, being a yes well, man, got him the job. He probably wants fucking players. Yeah, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Of course he does. Yeah, what coach doesn't? I mean, he's, he's kind of like a. You know, he's, he's not going to come in like Conte. You know, he's the anti-Conte. I mean, if I, if I, he is, yeah. He's the mm. an, I mean, for me, that Conte season was brilliant. You know, the, winning the league, 30 games, 30 was whatever it was. But it was outstanding. outstanding. That was, I was at West Brom when he won 1-0 when Mitch scored. Yes, yes. Brilliant. And then he, he goes, you know, I, I want these players to take on to the next level. And I know mm. the club's got a policy mm. about over 30s, but that's bollocks because, you know, a 30-year-old player now is very different to a 30-year-old player. 10 years ago. Absolutely. You look yeah, at um, yeah. Killini at 35, still doing it for wherever he's at. Mm. You for two years. So what haven't got really say value? Mm. If he gets with the Champions League or gets to the Champions League next season, mm. then, you know, the, the, the contract values have been, you know, been negated by the... The, the, the success. The, the money. Yeah. If it's, yeah, I mean, we, we were second up until December last year, last year, the year before with Conte. Mm. And then January, it went, so, you know, you know, shitstorm. It is, and but, it, Conte, you know, Conte really is. He had the goodwill, though. He had the good, what the goodwill. Yeah, didn't yeah. He? That's why there wasn't. Yeah, so yeah, much, yeah. Because he won the league. Mm. Well, no, that's right. Conte but, really know, is. And I was gonna, go on. No, I was going to say nothing about Suarez. You know, it just, mm. it just. I was going to say really pathetic. It doesn't look like a manager. It just looks like you know. He looks you know, like a yeah, drunk. A he drunk looks like. He looks like he's walked out the bookies. He looks like he's walked out the bookies at 3 p.m. Yeah, I call him Penfold after putting 100 pounds on horses still running. Yeah. I just... I mean, okay, right. So, okay, let me pick up a few things. All right, so Conte... I call him him the anti-sorry because Conte arrived, he looked at the squad and he said, I'm the the tailor, didn't he? And he made... You know, he was a revelation. Mm. He made... Brought back Victor Moses from... um, from wherever yeah. the fuck he was on loan and made him a right wing back, which back, no, one, think, yeah. Yeah, no one could have ever done that. Like, uh, I was chatting to Joe Tweedy about this and he talks about how he coached uh, in such a way where he made Moses look like a world beater, not just because of how he tailored him into a position, but how he took thinking away from him. He said he did what so- he did what Sorry does, but in a massive, simplified way. He said, look, if this is here, you're yeah. there and that's it. You don't have to overthink. And do you remember like, under Conte, no matter how, what what play was going on, for some reason Moses would just be in like four acres by himself, and the ball would always switch to him. And you're like, how is he just? Yeah. <laughs> you know, it always happened. But um, but the, and then you know, I like sorry when he arrived because for me he was like he has a bit of people might um, you know, say negative things about his story, but he actually has quite an inspiring football story because he's you know he started coaching when he was like. 40 or 45 or whatever and he's, yeah. just, he's an intelligent man and he just said I want to coach football and he's an idealistic and he, he arrived he said all these things about nurturing the inner child and football's about play and when you can play you know he talks about yeah. the hazard and expression and play and all these like forward thinking refreshing things I remember I think uh, you were probably on the fan cast when Chidge was talking about it and you were all talking about how the camp is happy you know how hazard you know this is hazard's yeah. best ever season for Chelsea people are forgetting in terms of goal output already I think uh, it, goal contribution 
execution output in terms of like 11 yeah, assists combined. and 13 com- yeah, and, yeah and like you know if you look at i'm quite into stats but if you look at all how he's been on the ball and what he's delivered this is his best season yet which are you know this could be you could say it's a pro but it could be at the detriment of the whole team because whatever it's going for whatever you know i digress i did like him when he arrived i yeah. liked all that story and you know i wanted it to work but for me there's so much that's gone against him that then just left a fucking turd at his door. <laughs> I, 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 like I said, I, he could go yeah. to he could go tomorrow, and I wouldn't really care. I'd be it'd be a shame because I, I wanted it to work, but I haven't got like an axe to grind with him. But with Conte, he, he did do something amazing. He had the pash. He, he wore a black suit. He had that sort of like dark dark Italian class. like yeah class and jump in with the crowd. And you know when he yeah. left when his last press conference, he said even though he hated the board he was like i will always remember this color because he's talking about the fans and he had the passion with the intelligence yeah. very likable but we all forget a lot of chelsea fans really disliked him towards the end because he did snarky comments and a lot of people and this is like you know short-termism and memories he did almost look like he was protesting via uh, substitutions a lot he did he had a touch of the jose's yeah. about him and he did have the petulant kid about him you know the kind of stuff that you probably wouldn't see with sorry because he hasn't got the ego um and towards the end it, yeah but uh, I, I like yeah. that you know, i mean that's fine I but like, like that i like the fact he was fighting his corner yeah but yeah, he, he had to he go he still had to go I mean, didn't he? Some... he at the end he yeah, had to go he made himself untenable wasn't exactly it? Yeah, that's what i'm saying yeah but then you look at the the big problem is you look at that board nobody has a any football knowledge or experience, no, you know, Marina, yeah. you know, the, com- the, com- the commercial side is probably the strongest we've ever had. You know, you look all the, you know, although I don't like the way the club are going with, you know, Guy Lawrence in his stupid Twitter stats and whatever. But the, the, the new media watch. There, <laughs> yeah, it's just, yeah, I mean, talk about. I mean, it's like oh, it's, it's, anyway, that's, that's a whole other podcast. <laughs> we had somebody on there who. The point, the point was when when Roman came in, we had we had the basis of a brilliant squad. Mm. You had your Terry's, your Lampards. Jose yeah. came in, mm-hmm. took us to the next level, brought in Ashley Cole. Mm-hmm. You look at that team now. Um, I mean, Peter Cech, John Terry, Michael Essien, Michael Balak, mm-hmm. uh, Didier Drogba, yep. Ashley Cole, Frank Lampard. I mean, that's seven captains, unbelievable players, <laughs> unbelievable characters. Yeah, titans. There's, there's absolutely no no one was a, you know you think well oh wait a minute you know five years ago Ashley Cole's thirty. 31 he's got injuries mm, should we get a new left back no mm. you won't you won't fucking you won't future plan mm. Frank Lampard 34 got a year on his contract should we try and get somebody you know because apparently after he won the league Mourinho wanted um, Pogba mm. and didn't get him mm. Mourinho wanted Torres when we bought Shevchenko so it's been you know this goes back a long long yeah, way yeah, yeah. you know so called experts this is this is Roman's he's a you know, formal businessman it's his toy and he's bound to have his old, you know little kind of you know, idiosyncrasies about who he wants to sign and so on, but there's mm-hmm. nobody on that board who gets football, who understands football, who knows that, yes, we're going to give you Surrey, mm. but Surrey hasn't got the right tools to do his job. No. Yeah, you know, yeah, you know like, what it... You know, going, to, going to a butcher's to buy fish, mm. you know. Yeah, yeah. You, you, my, I t- my brother-in-law's a big Chelsea fan, and we've been to a few games together, and um, we often talk about this. But he, he, we talk about the board like this as well, and we say, they, they look at, because we're a big club, and we've got big managers and you know up until the last few years we've always had big big sort of ish players you know always had some characters they've waned throughout the last 10 years but so the a manager would win the league and they go right 
let's strengthen, let's do this, and they'll be like, what? What are you on about? You've just won the league. It's fine. We might get you a player, but, like, you know, we're a business. We're, like, at the top of our game. We're not going to waste a surplus of funds where we're the, we're the top of the table. And the big... Which is dumb by default, whatever. You know, like, the the, the best time to, to, part, to buy is when you're on top and whatever that... Uh, that is not the that's not the cliche course, line. Yeah. There's like there is a, there is like a poetic like proverb or something that I'm missing. That, you know you know what I mean. But it's it, true. Yeah, no. it is true. But the, the yeah. biggest example of how that um, outlook of the club has failed Chelsea generally is Antonio Conte because he performed a fucking miracle with like a bodged wing backs and like <laughs> you know Victor Moses and Alonso wing back and you know granted he got Kante which was huge but bringing David Luiz back and making yeah. him a sweeper and making him in the team of the season and you know all all of the shit together you know it, he it was it was a miracle work genuinely miracle work and um and then he was like right we've somehow got through that they probably will figure us out now which obviously they did massively in the Conte second yeah. season he wanted to change and innovate and maybe if he had the players he probably would have been okay but they were like, no, no, you've just won the league in record-breaking fashion uh, with like 30 wins. You've broken the record for manager of the month three, whatever. Da, da, da. I mean, you know, he fucked up Diego Costa, which is huge. But, you know, although he was that good for us, I feel like looking at Costa now and the trouble and still... He was a bit of a fraud. He was yeah. a bit of a fraud. He had three three seasons. He was great for us. Maybe but... a season and a half of good form. Yeah, I mean, he, he wasn't was... consistent enough. He wanted to go from day one. And yeah, he, he's... Yeah, I mean, he... I, I, I... Bad attitude. Yeah, yeah, to say the least. But go. it suited us when he when he when he was angry. It suited us, and his story will be a oh, posi- yeah. his story will be a positive one throughout his tenure at Chelsea. Diego yeah. Costa. So, you know, whatever the club understandably would have been pissed off at Conte because of the way he did that. Even though we got good, I think we got like fifty million for Costa. We were like yeah, but two... the, yeah. You know, in that in which the market, at the t- yeah, it's just great with how the market was at the time, and two years left on his contract, which is you know whatever. So, and they got a Morata, but point being, like they should have done whatever. The f- I mean, they probably look back now and been like, yeah, we probably should have done what he wanted. <laughs> you know, but, well, but, they, they 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 spent seventeen million on drink water and back of Yoko, mm, which is they could have spent seventeen million pounds on a one world class midfielder. Yeah, although and, I'll just you know, quick- given like lost to cheat more game time. Yeah, I mean that yeah, again, that's a whole other thing. We can talk about the youth in a minute, but but um with with drink water. I did hear rumours like a while ago. He did actually want... I mean, pretty didn't want Bakayoko. It was probably a club signing. But apparently he did want drink water, which is no, odd. he did want Bakayoko. Bakayoko yeah. He did want actually three sticks at the pram. Okay. I know, I know uh, Blue, Blue Squirrel, who's oh, yeah. um, well-known. He, yeah. he was he was wanted and he okay. he had a lot of issues with medicals and stuff. But Bakayoko mm. was definitely a player that Conte wanted. Mm. Well, apparently, drink, drink water. Well, I, I heard... Signing. I mean, a baffling sure. signing in hindsight and looking at him opening restaurants now. I mean, I... I'm, I I can't not ha- I can't have a problem with him because he's absolutely just killing life. He's won the Premier League and the biggest fairy oh, yeah. tale of every you know he's 100k a week yeah. and he's opening up restaurants. He's having a lovely time. So I, I can't hate him. But... More restaurants than Chelsea games. Yeah. Well, exactly. Well, quite. But he yeah. um, apparently Conte knew, obviously knew for a while he was coming to Chelsea when he was like still um, managing Italy. So he's like, right, what the fuck? Let's have a look at the Premier League, right? Um, what's going on? Okay, Leicester have just won. They're a small team that Chelsea could probably poach off. And how have they won? Counter-attacking football. Their midfield is excellent. Who's in their midfield? Kante and Drinkwater. One gets the ball, one gets rid of the ball. Yeah. He's like, give me Leicester's midfield. Oh, you know, he, Apparently he did want the, both the players. And so can you get these players? And they're like, no. I can't just take away the champions' two midfielders. Pick one. And they went, all right, I'll have Kante. And, you know, thank fuck he did. 
<laughs> but, um, and then eventually, I think, as a sort of, you know, they got him drink water the season after saying that you won, you were looking at this player. Whatever. But looking at the squad, Dan, I did do a whole podcast talking to Joe Tweedy about this, about the Chelsea-ness, about the DNA. I mean, you can bring in a sort of leader mercenary as in like they they're a brute they're kind of a Diego Costa the good side of Diego Costa mm-hmm. they come in and they'll lead by just in how they inherently play football because they're raw passionate powerful and whichever team they're in that's their army and whatever but to get the proper Chelsea-ness back it's got to be potentially through youth through these people these kids that have played finals together that have you know grown up together and they've got that Chelsea bond and not only of that they've watched the Chelsea that you and me have just been discussing you know like the, the Lampards the Essians or whatever you know the strong <laughs> midfields and the Czechs and all that nonsense so they'll have that conditioned throughout their footballing development as young kids at the academy so I mean whether the well, to be honest whether even like a transfer ban comes or not whether such whether we'd play academy players or we'd just bring back loan players I don't know but are you of the inclination that that's really the only way to get the Chelsea-ness back? Do you think it's maybe gone forever? or How, how do you think, um, if, you, if you could pick a scenario for us to move forward positively, what would you do? <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm going um, to send this to the club, mate, so make it, make it good. <laughs> okay, cool, yeah. yeah. I, I love Bruce. I love Marina. No, yeah. seriously, um, I don't know. I, I, the, 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 the whole the old youth debate kind of makes me realise, well, listen, we've had how many youth cups in the last... Was it five years cups in six years or whatever? That's the Busby Bay's how, record. Yeah, how mm. how many of all the from that fifty or sixty players who come from the academy? How many that have left are now playing at anywhere at the top level? Mm. What you know, a lot of people don't realise is yes, you can be brilliant at under 18s mm. level. Yes, you can be brilliant in the championship. But the step up to the level we're at, even even mm. we're not, not proper Chels. We're kind of like not quite proper Chels. It was massive. I mean, everyone was. Bang the Patrick Bamford drum a few years ago. He's had a great loan at MK Dons. He had a great loan at Forest. Maquetcrum. Yeah, not so much Maquetcrum, but he went, because Bamford then, I think he get like 35 goals at MK Dons in the League One. Mm. 25 goals for, whoever it was, Forest. Player of the, champ- the player Championship. Of the, yeah, yeah. The Championship. Yeah, and then he went to Norwich. Team struggling to score goals. Couldn't get the team. Went to Crystal Palace. Mm. Team means score goals. Couldn't get it. In. And he just, you know, he's he's, he's a championship player. Mm. You know, remains to be seen about like Mason Mount, Tamori, um, the guy who's on Olorino, who's on loan, um, Torino, in Italy. But yeah. apparently, um, Joe and Joe knows his stuff, thinks he's going to be a great player. You've got yeah. Bruce James, who's doing phenomenally. At well, yeah, that's the They're, that's, they're coming that's... back to go on. You know, but none of them, none of them are going to, you know, another John Terry, but I think John Terry's are once in a lifetime sort of players, you know, after yeah. how there's with Tony Adams and maybe to a lesser extent, the mm. era, but. He was just a you know seven hundred odd game. He was a he was a he's a, he's a one off. Yeah, he is a yeah, one off. These John Terry's don't come along every day. Yeah. And then, okay, just just just, yeah. just just yeah. Just I mean, just to pick up on a couple. Olorena, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he's a good player, and he, he's made that place his own at Torino and stuff. Yeah. The position rather. But the only the only one that I'd really be intrigued with, Tammy Abraham, seems to just eat up the championship, which is for a striker is nice yeah. for the physicality of the championship. Yeah. He scores loads and loads of goals in there, and he's young, so God knows what happened to him. He's still really young, but I don't know if... And he does have a proper, a proper Chelsea about him. Like, he's, he's very fiery. Like, you saw when um, uh, Grealish got lambed by that fan. He was the first yeah. person on him, which is, you know, good to see. But um, the one I'd probably like most... Chaloba. Yeah, yeah, exactly, with yeah, uh, Aguero. Yeah. I mean, th- things like, you know, 
Tammy had a look at Swansea and they were yeah, but... struggling team. I think he started he started well and then it changed. So it's like, I, I can't, I'm not going to judge him on that. Cause no, don't. Know, it's a shit sample size. Yeah. Yes, that was same. You know, he started off really well and then it went tits up. So he mm. can't, you know, a struggling team and not, not scoring any goals and not having any creativity behind him. You can't really judge him. Listen, he, again, he could be another Patrick Bamford. Well, That's exactly. You, you just don't, don't know. Talk, you just don't know. Do I mean, we give him the chance? Yeah. Do we think, you know what? Fuck it. Well, coaches have looked at him, haven't they? In the wilderness. Like yeah. the coaches have looked yeah. at him the first time. A couple team. of seasons in the wilderness. Mm. I mean, I, I, I think, I think Mitchie's, you give Mitchie 20 games in this team, he scored goals. He's not intelligent enough to be a link man or top target man, but he's a poacher. Yeah, keep he him in the, the six, 18 you know, Yeah, just keep him in the box. Oh, yeah, I mean, the amount, of, the amount of balls that go across and like, you know, there's no main striker. Mitchie is a poacher. Mm. You look at the majority of his goals, they're poacher's goals, or he'll get, he'll get on the, you know, mm. behind the defender, like a couple of goals towards the end of the season. I, I, you know, Mishy should be given a shout. Yeah, he's worth a Personally, lot of money, Mishy, as well. Oh, regardless, yeah. regardless, he's worth yeah. a lot of money. Um, Twenty-five goals for Mark, fifty goals for Marseille in two seasons. He's no, he's no mug. No, it's goals to minutes like, ratio. Like, it's superb as yeah. well. Yeah, well, like the charity. Oh, we'll sign the player. We'll give him to you on loan. No, they yeah. give some money. Yeah, you know, like you know. I don't know. Yeah, I think they just like there's a. I don't know. I don't want to get into the finances of that. But the thing is with Mishy because we've had the last two coaches we've had are Italian coaches that are incredibly tactical and require a lot of football intelligence. I've heard J.K. say this mm. on the fan cast, and probably when you're on on it with him. He often says, apparently, the rumour is that uh, Mishy's not very sharp between the ears in training. Uh, even no, if he's, he's in, yeah, even if he looks at Bless, he's just, you know, he's a really sweet, lovable guy, which not necessarily is very Chelsea. Yeah, I think, I think, I think the one, the one guy, yeah, but the, the one, the one guy at Chelsea that is allowed to be sweet and lovable is N'Golo Kante, and the rest of us, I want to be mean oh, bastards. Yeah, you know, I, I, I can't have too many N'Golo. soft, lovable guys, you know. But, oh, N'Golo, just like you want it to be in May. Yeah, he's just such a hey, well, just a wonderful human being. It's an it? important ambassador for Chelsea in like the most disliked team in, like, in the in the Premier League. Yeah. So suddenly, I oh, well, everyone has to love and go like He's the sweetest man ever. But um, just just to finish on like yeah. loanies and youth and stuff, Dan. The, the one that I would be interested uh, in maybe giving a chance, just to looking at his physicality, technical ability, is Reese James at right back over maybe like yeah, I love SP. As he's really good yeah. at one-on-one defending as a right centre back, he's for me. I, I always say he's not the captain for me. He's just he, instead of like get, picking up the team by their ears, he's just frowns all the time. <laughs> and for he's me, just, he's, he's a he's a captain in name. He's kind of like you know you know he's yeah he's done all this for Chelsea, but he's just fucking frowns he, he, all yeah. the time. He doesn't get involved. He just frowns. Yeah. He just looks or pissed he, off. Like, is it, oh man, a lovely smile because he's got a lovely smile. He's yeah. an ambassador rather than the captain. Yeah, and, and I th- he, yeah I think sh- go on. I was going to say he's also too short to play in the two. If you play in the three, yeah, he could definitely be. Mm. In the two, he's too short for centre back. The three, yeah, well, exactly, yeah. But the the the, yeah. the issue, I actually think as Pete, I know he's again. We just talked about the thirty-year-old being, you know, rule being a bit redundant now, and I agree with that. But regardless to that, obviously there are separate cases. I do think as is perhaps just gone over the peak of his uh, powers. Um, because he's a fullback as well. Maybe if he was a proper centre back, like or an actual two centre back, then that wouldn't be the case. And then you'd probably need to be taller and all this other luck. But um, his one-on-one defending's not quite as good. He doesn't get up and down quickly as a, you know, as you'd want a fullback to do, especially a sorry fullback to do. 
So yeah. looking, I look at that. I'd love to keep him at the club, playing big games when you need to sit back and sit tight, like we did against City uh, when we beat them in the league and in the final, and you know against Spurs and stuff. And then then he's great. But in a team where you do want to start scoring goals and beating teams like more convincingly, I feel like fullback fullbacks in the Premier League now are more important than ever. They're like fucking oh, wingers. The, the, the new wingers, aren't they? Yeah, yeah exactly that. You know, Pep saw that. Pep tried to like invert his fullback straight away. And then uh, very quickly, he was like, right, well, that's not working. And, you know, the fraudiola of first season. And then yeah. he went started playing super, super wide uh, and then doing cutbacks and stuff like that and using wingers and fullbacks to play really wide. So they're really important in the league right now. And all that kind of lark isn't really as Pilaqueta. But Reese James, who won, what, player of the month, three months in a row for Wigan yeah. at fullback, which is just astonishing, really, makes you think, hmm, you know, really, I don't know. 18, 19, but surely look at fucking Wan Bazaka. How, how old's that kid? He's like statistically yeah, the best. I think yeah, yeah. He, you know, he's like statistically it's the brilliant. best fucking fullback in Europe. Give give him a chance. Give him 10 games. Yeah. You know what I mean? If the club, the little club should do, you know what? It's a shame the season we can't come seventh because I'd much mm. rather not have distractions in Europa League. Mm. Just do, if it is going to be um, Sarri next season, mm. he's got a week at a time to implement his style. Give the youth a chance. Mm. You know, have have a couple of seasons of just shithousery. Nothing goes right. You know what we tried? Youth experiment. End of. Mm. Mm. Roll Let's the dice. See what happens. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, what's going to happen, you know? Because yeah. I mean, we're, we're so far behind City, Liverpool. I don't think we're that far behind Spurs, Arsenal, or Man United. I just think, you know, we've got some very good players, just they're not in the right formation. I feel we're like... We're miles behind those three. Just, yeah. I, 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 we're a long I, way behind City. Well, of course, yeah. We need to. We need yeah. like a reality check. I, I, I want to end part one shortly, but um, I just want to like. I feel like we could talk about you know Frank Lampard and JT coming back to the club and bringing Chelsea back. But I feel I feel personally we're a long way off trying to let that happen until we've got a footballing structure of a technical yeah. sporting football director that says you know the. But I'm going to be here for the next 10 years and this is what we do and there's safety and security behind the coaches one way or another because it would break both our hearts to watch Frank come to Chelsea yeah. 18 months legacies could be tarnished yeah. exactly that so until until we get structure at the club back I don't want to risk that you know because that's almost like the ace in the sleeve or the big dream you know of it you know you don't want to fuck that yeah. up but you want to be the club to be completely prepared before we go in for something like that so we need to you know but in terms of in terms of um moving forward and structure and knowing that I feel like the, the fans get pissed off because we don't know what the fuck's going on we know there's no one really running you know you, you've alluded to it earlier in this, yeah. this part about you know footballing knowledge higher up in the hierarchy but there's no communication with the fans saying look the, 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 the most you get is we've hired this coach we want them to do this bye and then we won't hear from yeah. you for fucking 12 months but we need them to say look we're trying to implement this we're bringing these figures in this that the other and this is our intention long term and it starts with this coach yeah. here hopefully it works out but don't you think as long as fucking yeah but just and just to, you know just to end on this first part what do you think about the Roman situation because I, I know if, I, I, I hear he can come into the country just less frequently but he hasn't been to one game. Like, is he is he proving a point to like the British government because he's probably because he's put so much money into the economy and they're treating um, him like this or what the fuck's going on? I, What's I, I going on, Dan? I don't if he's trying to prove a point because if British government couldn't give a shit if he mm. comes or goes. You know what I mean? I mean, well, yeah. yeah, I think he's got Israeli Israeli 
yeah, passports in COVID yeah. ninety days. Citizenship. Yeah, so yeah. He's trying to prove the point. He's it's not working because he's been it's been the best part of a year. He's not got his visa. Mm. Um, yeah, but as in like, yeah, I, if he, yeah. he, he, go on. What? what listen, the whole thing was you know, you know the development one billion pound development of the ground, which is mm. going to bring in huge amounts of jobs. Has not happened, but well, that's what I mean. Yeah, you know, all of that. It, it goes beyond that as well with Chelsea. You know. What, what's happening? <laughs> Where, like, why doesn't he watch? If he wants, he's always wanted attacking football. I know Granit Sky is the one who championed Sari to bring him in, but shouldn't he come? Yeah. Like, there were like some games, but we played really well in you know early doors, and people were saying, "Of course, Chelsea are in the title race." It's new Chelsea. Shouldn't have he been around to watch one of these games? Or like, I just wonder. Like, uh, what? It's just does he think something? I I, it's gone. He's never given a interview ever no one really knows no. what he's thinking as you say if, if if the club could just do so much good PR so much good will to everybody to say listen you know what we want to give sorry three years you know he's got three years it's mm. his project if it doesn't work then we'll assess the situation then suddenly all the you know the, the toxicity on Twitter about Sarri in Sarri out we'll all mm. go because we know we've got it for three years mm. and maybe then there'll be like a, a United fan base mm. you know perhaps with heavy heart getting behind Sarri and saying right okay We've got him. He wants to get some sexy football back at what well, we've we've some great football, so it's a bit of a, a nolly to say that, but it's, mm. it's like you know, we've no, got him three so. years, let's get behind the team because mm. you know, you don't win three titles playing shit football, you know, mm. no one does, you know, no, Mourinho course. season one, you know, least least defeats. Well, the confidence goals goals, season, isn't it? yeah, 15 so. goals. You know, second season, brilliant. The contest, uh, uh, contest season, brilliant. Ancelotti, fucking, how many six, six sevens and eights did we get that season? Broke that the record, broke the record for goals. Yeah. yeah. Until Anelka, Drogba, Maluda, yeah. just playing. That was brilliant football. That was sexy football. Mm. Then he has a, doesn't get the players he wants. He's forced to play Torres and Luis in January when he probably didn't want them. Mm. Completely, you know, took the misshaped team. Mm. And, you know, Project Torres took, 15 games to score and it completely put us off sinker the next time do you think he was though, a brilliant manager he went yeah well Real Madrid won the Champions League La, De- La Decima yeah I mean but th- that without looking at the mistakes of the the revolving door that has served Chelsea well up until now and I don't think it can work anymore yeah. that's my issue my issue is I think that there's been an expiration date on that model and we've reached that expiration date just because I'm looking at the fucking managers yeah. left but like for yeah. me, like it's like it, kind of like we like Veng- we're vengered. Yeah, we are vengered. Yeah, but like we look, we looked at um, Roman would be around, and he'd be like, mm, and he'd be like the oh the overseer, and then he'd make the decisions, um, you know, one way or another, and it would work, and he'd be like, but he's not there, and that's what's worrying me, like to, you know, like his lack of his presence, even if like because he was the the all seeing eye not to put some cheap fucking Lords of Rings reference yeah. in and now he's not there so there's that sort of uncertainty around Chelsea I mean that's just my two cents on it but I want to I end part one Dan because um, we, we've, we've, gone um, on, we've gone on about the club but um, we, can, we can pick up in part two we can look forward uh, we can actually okay. maybe choose some games to, to look for the, the upcoming two games and, um, and yeah we'll get into it in part two Welcome back to part two. I'm still here with Dan Silver chatting Chelsea. We've gone, we've dissected a lot of the club's issues in part one. Uh, you know, talked about the coach, but probably uh, more importantly, looked at the issues in the club hierarchy and what's going on, the lack of Roman. Oh, it's just despair, Dan. Um, <laughs> but, um, 
So moving forward. Yeah, but give me this week. We could be Spurs. I mean, we could be Spurs. Yeah, That's right. I mean, the, Spurs podcast. Yeah. You know. Well, I want to get your thoughts um, at the end of the a bit, bit, bit later on about you know top four chances up and who we're looking at and stuff. But um, you know, I think an important thing is it does look like the players do want to play and win. Um, and you know, a lot of them have echoed the sentiments of we do want to play this football. I mean you understand why players would want to play the, this kind of football in theory or this football when it works in theory you know it's a, which is a completely different thing really than what we're seeing so I think they do want to play for him that sort of simple cliche of playing for the manager or whatever so I, I, looking forward to results actually on a quick tangent it's a, it's a bit of a bummer I, I know we've started like negative stuff in part one but I want to quickly talk about this, this is Dan Eden Hazard situation because I was like yeah I was 60% sure he was going prior to Zidane coming back. And I was only back up to 60. I was on 99% chance he was going, but I was looking at what was happening. But then Zidane left, and then I was looking at what happened at Real Madrid, and I was like, what a fucking shit show that is. Um, and I thought, yeah. maybe maybe there's a 40% chance Eden will stay and try and, you know, the family theory and the happiness and the, the loved by Chelsea fans and the him being loved, loves being loved, rather. All that sort of inner... Hope started cultivating a sort of maybe he will, maybe he will uh, <laughs> want to stay. And then Zidane goes back to Real Madrid, and you think, fuck, hey, obviously Zidane's his hero, and then it's his dream club coming back together, which you think, oh, well, we're fucked. But then more so on top of that is that why have they got Zidane back? Because he's gonna get his way, he's gonna get finances now. And he's the mm-hmm. one who wanted Eden Hazard. It's Perez who didn't want Eden Hazard. It's Zidane who wanted Hazard. And if he's got his way yeah. and goes come back, then to me that only ends one way. <laughs> and um, yeah. and watching that final, um, the shootout at, uh, at Wembley the other you know, a couple few weeks ago, whatever, yeah. Hazard was the one that tried to lift the team. He's the one who looked really like dejected, but then immediately put his chest out mm. and went to the players. Different, a different sort of Eden Hazard that I've seen. The kind of Eden Hazard that, that was like, this is my last final in Wembley, Eden Hazard. Do you know what I mean? Like, Because um, usually he's quite aloof, like happy-go-lucky. Like, he'd get upset at a loss, but mm. for me it meant a lot more and it was like, this is it, you know? Um, I think he's going to go, just to get your thoughts on that, do you think he's gone now, all things considered? Um, I'm on the fence, I think. Oh, don't give I me any hope, mate. He's a very... <laughs> No, 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 no. Okay, the first time on two, but I think he's a very loyal guy. Yeah. Um, he doesn't want to leave how Courtois did. I think we get tra- yeah. No, well, Courtois apparently is going to be sold by um, Zidane because Zidane oh, wanted, doesn't want him, which is lovely. hilarious. Lovely. But anyway, different story. Yeah. Big, big nose Belgium waffle yeah. muncher. Yeah. Um, I think if we get a transfer ban, he'll stay. I Woo! think the club will let him walk. On, I think they'll let him walk on a free. I think I said, listen, Eden, listen, sign your contract in January where you want to go. You know, leave on a free, but just give us another year. Mm. Um, if we get top four, I think he'll stay. I think he wants to play in the Champions League. He definitely likes Chelsea. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Family, mm. very settled here. Mm. And he's very much a family man. I think he's one of these sort of, you know, very kind of focused on football, focused on family. Those are the most important things in his life. Yeah. It's not necessarily about money, I don't think. Because this is a contract, so I'm pretty sure we can match you know, Real Madrid wages, although they probably get their, their stuff netto. Um, well, yeah, we, we would give you know, them everything we've got, about. basically. Yeah, exactly. I give, I, you know, I give my wife, I give them everything. Um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's like there was some talk about Gareth Bell, but I don't want Gareth Bell because Gareth Bell, the minute, yeah, exactly. The minute Bell loses that yard of pace, 
he's a bang average player. Just, 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 to, just to put a pin on what, on your, what you're saying there. The thing is with Gareth Bale, I sounded like I'm, I'm, I'm a proper hate. When Gareth Bale's in his pomp, he's like very, very similar to Ronaldo. And I mean that in more ways than one. Physically, uh, how they like you know they use pace, they're yeah. great in the air, they score with, like Galactico style goals, and they're strong, and they are very very similar. They score free kicks and stuff. They're, like mm. it's almost like he was like slightly B Tech, but when he's top of his game, he's like Ronaldo. But that's very rare, and also he's always fucking power shot Ronaldo. Power, yeah, and also he's just yeah, he's a, power all the time. Shot, a power shot Ronaldo. Yeah, yeah, especially after watching that Juve game last night. Yeah, Don't. he's more about his pace, and mm. once his pace goes, he's not the player he was. I mean, I'd rather take this guy with it. Yeah, of course. No, I mean, I, I think I think Hazel stay if we get the ban, but if he goes, listen, I, I wouldn't blame him. He's no. been fantastic for us. I mean, what a player! Seven years. You know, he'll never quite, he'll never quite be in the Ronaldo Messi class. I don't think he's got the desire. No, um, but that's kind of nice in a weird way, isn't it? His strength. I like that. Yeah, he's not yeah. narcissistic. He hasn't quite got that. He hasn't got that edge you need to just go from being. World class, super world class. See that? That's, um, but, but, yeah, just 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 to say, like for me, like the way he looks at football is about playing football and just playing, and that's why I thought him and Sari was a marriage made in heaven because they both look at football yeah. the same way. Um, and that's why for me, I think they got Sari because of Hazard. I think genuinely, I think that's a big big thing of that as well. But um, mm-hmm. remember also when we when Hazard came, why did Hazard come to Chelsea? Because we won the Champions League. Champions League winners. Yeah, and he's like, I yeah. want to win the Champions League. <laughs> he's stuck with us for seven fucking years, and he hasn't played in the Champions League. Yeah, like, and he's two won, of them. Maybe he's won tra- three, three. What's he won? Yeah, three league titles, Europa League. Two, yeah, two, um, two league titles. Two league titles, isn't it? Three. Did he? Uh, so he won. Uh, hold on, yeah, Mourinho. Got no two league titles. Yeah, Mourinho, yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's won. He's won the Europa League. Cups, he yeah. won the Europa League when he arrived. So he got like a. I yeah. Mean, <laughs> I hope so. I'm over fucking right. Here. So he won the Europa League, League Cup, FA Cup, two Premier Leagues. Um, yeah. Not two, bad. Two league cups. Yeah. Two yeah, cups, two yeah. league cups. Excuse me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, well, yeah, not bad. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Being the jewel yeah, in the crown exactly. the whole time. Yeah. Uh, and you know, he became, you know, like that Wolves game. Of course, that that um, Eden Hazard banner that comes out in the home games now, you know, like yeah, he didn't he if he could have looked forward and he didn't know that he was going to become that guy. He had big players around him when he joined. We could have signed another Galactico. Um, arguably, he probably would be in a sort of less strenuous place if we did actually give him the the, the decent players around him to like help him. But there is, yeah. but he's become that like the jewel in the crown. So talisman. Talisman. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. You know, and like, unlike Harry, yeah. he's not a dribbler like Harry Kane. He's like a sweet, like clever, funny guy. You know, <laughs> he's a character. He's yeah, a good character. Still, he's like, he's, yeah, yeah. All his outtakes. He's always, he's always having laughs. I bet he's probably like a really nice guy. I think. Yeah, well, I, genuinely. Well, yeah. He's always if if he's promised to do something, he did something for a uh, homeless uh, homeless lad who mm. was really young and he promised to do it at Christmas and then he managed to do it mm. last game he gave him a shirt and he was like you know he's yeah. a gen- generally nice guy yeah it's good to see that's him. really sweet I am um, I, yeah. I, I wish I'd shared your optimism because I, I do think he wants to I actually met someone who um, I said I've said this in the pub before I met someone on the train about uh, 18 months before the World Cup like well before the World Cup um, before he did yeah. his final like oh Real Madrid he started talking and, and um, I met someone that I, I, that I recognised basically that that isn't a footballer but I recognised him from knowing they've got proximity to Eden Hazard without giving too much away and he said yeah. and I met him 
uh, coming back from London on like a 1 a.m. train, and he was off his head. This guy. <laughs> yeah. So he and he and he's been on something just to, to you know to just to set the scene of why this guy was talking. So he was a little bit, little bit loose with his words. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And he said like, yeah. you know, he we, we discussed about he's a Chelsea fan as well. And we were discussing about you know. The, the classic he care he started the topic of how he he was a man of um a sort of an ethnic minority and he was talking about how John Terry is probably the least racist man he'll ever meet and tell them told him why and he talks about you know media agenda against Chelsea and all this sort of stuff and then um he uh, yeah. and then we spoke about Hazard and he's like yeah um he did say to me he would go to Real Madrid so he's and uh, this was before I mean we we've heard it in the media it could be flirting that yeah. just trying to condition the fans and prepare them for the possibility of him going being like I love Chelsea I don't want to leave like Courtois but this is my dream and maybe I'd like to do it but this was before all that it was like yeah he's told me <laughs> you know? so I, I was like I was yeah. on the train I was like no but you know it didn't mean he didn't wouldn't see a future at Chelsea, you know, he just wants, and then he started talking and trying to just put the feelers out to the world and be like, look, you know, I don't want to j- just drop the mic one day and leave. So I'm going to start as much as yeah. annoying. And even some people consider it disrespectful. I feel like it's his only way that he can just try and Trump gently push the message out and say that I don't want to hurt Chelsea or Chelsea fans. But I, I feel like this is the only way to slowly condition mm-hmm. the idea into your heads. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, not to say that will happen. Yeah, he'll, he'll, go on. He'll go. He'll go with. He'll go with like love and support. Yeah, absolutely. Who got yeah, absolutely yeah, yeah, yeah. Slated. Oh, of, of course. Uh, and then you know, Eden Hazard could could leave to Real Madrid, return the next day playing for Real Madrid, beat us, and he'll get a standing ovation, and everyone will get the yeah. name. You know, so get so, a Lampard-esque last minute goal. Yeah, but you know, no, it would still, it would, you know, exactly. He, he, he's, he's written his name in stone. But um, yeah. so that, that's our thoughts on Hazard. So let's let's just talk about some games, mate, because I've really enjoyed us looking at Chelsea. Because at the moment of all the unsettled situation at the club, I think it sort of dictated us to converse about all that. So it's good that we did. But let's look at a bit more sort of tangible forward. What's happening in front of us? So. I mean, there's probably not too much to talk about the Kiev game. If we score one goal uh, tomorrow night, I think we're in business, to be honest, and there's no real drama. I know this is Chelsea, but I feel, what do, you, do you think there's, in relation to that game, is there many talking points, or do you think is it literally just a lineup thing? Um, just, before, just before I get your thoughts, I just want to talk yeah. about Callum and get your thoughts on Callum. I think Callum's playing the perfect amount of football at Chelsea. Um, I actually feel like, Coming on at Wolves, he's pretty pretty shit. But I feel like he um he's he's being handled perfectly in terms of if yeah, it was organic. If it was organic, it would be perfect. But I feel like he just distrusts the club because let's be honest, the only reason he's getting this is because of the transfer request and because of Bayern Munich coming out. Yeah. If none of that happened, he wouldn't be getting these minutes. Let's be real, right? So I feel like no, he probably, he'd probably just, be alone. Be alone yeah, well, yeah, or still with the academy, you know, still yeah. playing the youth games. Yeah. So um. So I feel like this should have. This is the perfect amount. People, I don't feel like people are wrong to say you know he should play more because that game against Spurs when Pedro made that tackle, defensive tackle, and scored the individual goal. <laughs> there is no way um, Hudson Odoi doing no. you know that. That's chance. Yeah. So can't, that, go can't on. Go on. By eight, can't be dictated by eighteen-year-old that he should be playing football. Yeah. Not a chance. Listen, he's a real talent, but he, mm. he hasn't really you know. Step, you know, step up. Yeah. You know, the people go Jaden Sancho. Well, Jaden Sancho stepped up this season. He's been brilliant. Mm. You know, uh, and I think he's a very talented player. But I think, yes, you're right. I think he's getting the right game time. Mm. Um, 
Will I start him tomorrow night? Yeah, I definitely would because yeah, yeah, yeah. is more important. It, yeah, it'll be an absolute massive clusterfuck of a fuck up if we don't get through tomorrow night. I mean, well, sorry, you know, it'll be gone. I think. Yeah, but I think I think we should play. You know, four or five of the you know the stiffs. I mean, he's, he should have taken Cahill drink water you know give them you know they barely got a look in you know it's gonna yeah yeah i mean i mean yeah that should be the case if they'd played one or two league games but just randomly throwing them out tomorrow would make me nervous (laughs) no well not kate not cahill but they're they're professional footballers they train all day every day so they know what they're doing yeah i mean i would be playing that i'll be playing that i'll be playing woolly zappa costa ampadu christensen and alonso um i wouldn't bring hazard barkley they bought him. I mean, I play. I play. Play Callum, hmm. um, Ruben, yeah, William, uh, uh, what's his name, Giroud, and then midfield three. He yeah, Giroud's top scorer, three, I think. In the... the yeah, um, in the, like yeah. what's his name, uh, Kovacic. Yeah, um, I play Kovacic Barkley in the spot. Yeah, Barkley and who else? Is... Oh, no, I don't know who's going out, but no, hmm. it's, it's a time to play four or five of the the stiffs hmm. and just you know take stick out the game in the first half an hour. And if you... Oh, that'd be it. Mm. Just worth mentioning as well. Uh, Barkley and Ruben both both been recalled up to England, which yeah, is good. good stuff. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Over the like, you know, the Lano's. I know he hasn't played much and all these people, so it's good to see the Chelsea midfield there. You know, certainly Ruben. Yeah. I, I feel like with Ruben as well. Um, even if they feel like he's not injured and his fitness is good, I feel like they're being careful with him. The physios. He's had such a fucking relapse with his back and stuff. I feel yeah. like you can't maybe start ninety minutes and don't. And fans need to sort of chill out a little bit. Because... Yeah, I think I think they're managing it well. I think you know you don't want yeah. to kind of you well, know, exactly. force it. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. Not force it. So it, it is a perspective to be said that both Ruben and Hudson Odoi are being handled perfectly. <laughs> you know, so yeah. the, the, these all... criticisms with like you know lineups and. Whatever it's, it's it, people like somehow sometimes lack contact context rather in the, when they look at yeah. what's going on. But um, yeah, so it's like Twitter, I, you know, yeah. Well, Callum oh, Callum had some Dino, yeah, yeah. Boys and girls, like, free, yeah. free, free, free throw. So okay, so yeah. let's hopefully. I I feel like they should keep Kante on the bench maybe because he just doesn't run out of batteries. But I feel like did you yeah. say did you say Hazard's travelled? I didn't even see who travelled. Yeah, apparently has trouble. Oh, yeah, okay. have to well, trouble. He obviously just doesn't want afford any fuck ups. But um, I would mm-hmm. have like just completely put, wrapped him up in cotton for the Everton game and let him just sort of uh, have a little snooze. But um, come to those, yeah, go up to Belgium, see his family or something. Yeah, yeah. But um, <laughs> all right. So even with heavy rotation and every now and again, I mean, don't do it religiously. But if I had to ask you for a score prediction tomorrow, what would you say then? One or. <laughs> to, to, it's going to be really because cra- I mean, the pitch is absolutely shocking as well yeah, it's going to so be one all, as well, it's right. going to be yeah. definitely not worth rushing to pump after work to watch mm. I think I think we'll, we'll score only goal and they'll get any equaliser and they'll just be like Shut the game out. it'll be one all yeah alright yeah. fine okay so let's talk about Everton um, Everton is always Everton away is always a really difficult game for Chelsea um, mm. especially three days after fucking a trip to Kiev, Dublin yeah. as well. Kiev, yeah, three thousand miles. I don't, I can't remember exactly, but I remember it being long. Um, yeah. Straight after, although Everton have just conceded the two nil lead to, to losing three two to Newcastle. Now I don't know if, if that's a good thing or a bad thing for us. Yeah, <laughs> I never very, do. Um, yeah, I think Everton this year under, under Silver, they're very, 
blow hot and cold. They've had some great yeah. results, but they've had some really bad results. So I think they're the sort of team you, you never know what you're going to get. Yeah. Um, they're, they're beatable. They're not very, I know, I don't have as much fear as I did under sort of, you know, the previous managers because they, they try and play football. Yeah. Um, they've got, they've got, I like the, the, the fullback Dean is very good. Um, mm. Sigurdsson's always going to cause you trouble. Yeah. Um, the guy, uh, Gay, Gay's a really good player. Zuma can't um, play, presumably. No, Zuma can't play, no. Mm. So they have probably Michael Keane and Phil Jagielka yeah. at the back. Uh, yeah. Pickford's decent. I mean, they've, listen, they've got some good players. Um, yeah. I, they, they lack a proper striker. Charles is a Yeah, Cavalier. Yeah, but he's not prolific. No. Charles is like an advanced number 10. Tosin's um, fucked yeah. up a little bit of a little, don't you? Yeah, Toss, check Tosser. Yeah, my friend calls him Everton fan. You know, okay, so... Um, you know, what, what we need from Everton, and what we, this doesn't speak very well for Sarri and Chelsea currently, what we need is the opposition to try and play football, but just not be very good at it. <laughs> yeah, which is... It, which is yeah, <laughs> which is not good because like if they're very good at football, it's, it can cause us trouble. But if they're if they don't try and play football, then we can't cause them trouble. So it's a, it's a very like yeah, you know. So maybe Everton are the right can if they don't. I don't know if they. I haven't watched them enough to see if they do like low deep blocks. They're at, they're at home, so you don't you think. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck they're going. I just don't know how they'd approach it. Like um, well they're not going to get Europe. But... Season's pretty much over now. They, you know, there's nowhere they can go. I mean, you know, they get finished between probably seventh and tenth, I think. Mm. Um, and that's it. So really, there's not a lot to play for yeah. in this game. Um, Fuck. It's, it's, it's very. How, I mean, you know, I mean, how do you get motivated for a game that means absolutely nothing? Mm. You, know, that, you know, the whole thing about playing for your fans. I mean, none of these these players of Everton. You know, same way as Chelsea. None of these. They just want their money. They don't give a shit. Mm. I think it's, it's going to be. It's one of those games where I think if we if we can. Man, to score first, I think we might might actually get get a win. Mm. Um, it's a tough game, game. yeah, mm. a tough game. God, give me a prediction. Uh, oh God, no, on the spot, one-one. Uh, mm. No, I think I think God. I think we might actually nick it. I've nick it, so you don't you don't think? Feeling. Yeah, I mean you don't feel no, like the only the game to, game to Liverpool nicking thing. Yeah, um, we'll win two-one. Two-one. I mean, I think away at Everton. Yeah, I, think, I think we'll go two up. Yeah, and then concede. And then they'll get a goal after 18 minutes and we'll have squeaky bar for 10, but we'll win it. Yeah. Okay, well, I'll take it. Considering it's an away game after that trip to Kiev, mm. I feel like, you know, it won't necessarily silence the, the upset fans or the media, but it would sort of keep us ticking over. Um, yeah. I think that's probably a, a sort of realistic prediction. So let's sort of, for the last sort of topic, Dan, mate, let's get into... Um, but before we talk about top four, um, Europa League, I feel like we're probably, we could actually be the favourites for Europa League, especially now Arsenal have really entertained me the other yeah. night with, um, with that free they'll, one. They'll turn did, it around. Did I you watch that game? I think they, yeah, I was, I was in the pub, I went, watched back-to-back games. Yeah. Yeah, I watched I think Arsenal, I love that. Arsenal turn it around. I think they'll, they'll have enough to turn it around. I think, yeah. they know, oh. I think they'll probably win three or four nil, I think. I just yeah. think they just yeah they, they have no, that are, because they've got the away goal have enough about them to turn that around so mm. I don't think and also yeah and also unfortunately yeah Ren Ren had eleven days off before that game so they were completely like focused in yeah. for that performance you know Emery would probably switch up the energy levels would be a bit more equal yeah and yeah you're probably right which is annoying but um but I mean, yeah. go on 
never notice Arsenal. They could, they could, they could, they could. You know, if you rent score, that does make it a lot harder for Arsenal. Mm. Yeah, they are from North London, but, so know, they've think... got they've got a touch of the Spurs in their blood. <laughs> the bottles, yeah. Touch oh, the bottles. And do you think? Do you think? I know this is another blunt sort of straightforward question, but do you think we'll win the Europa League? <laughs> um, it might become like a slightly pound shot Munich if we did, because there's yeah. some really good teams in there. I mean, yeah, Napoli, well, all the Spanish yeah. sides are top. Inter Milan. We get a favourable draw. Mm. Yeah, if we get a favourable draw, I think we've got a chance of getting to the final, then it's anyone's game. Well, I mean, we're good at finals, right? Chelsea are good yeah, at finals. Yeah, we are, but it's... I mean, if we, you know, for example, if um, you know, we get Napoli, for example, you know, Sarri's always said it's going to be in motion. Mm. It's like, well, fuck that. You're managing Chelsea. Keep your emotions in check and go and win the game. Yeah. Um, I don't even know if that's good or bad. Do you know what I mean? I'd literally... I've never been so lost and confused with Chelsea and yeah. this is fucking Chelsea football club I've always known how to feel do you know what I mean like well you know look at Jose yeah, he's I lost the apathy. plot it's apathy, yeah. it's apathy. it kind of apathy is yeah it kind of is apathetic yeah because yeah. you yeah. looked at like Jose and you're like well Jose's lost the plot he's a legend but he's got to go you know like a few like when he says my work yeah. has been betrayed or whatever and then Conte when he just raged against the board and you're like well this clearly yeah. isn't going to work and then you've got this Sari who was meant to have been this beautiful football to Chelsea. The, the players love him. He's like a sort of forward-thinking guy. And then, like you know, he doesn't really, he doesn't raise his. He's a yes man to the board. Yeah. He's compassionate to the fans. He's a nice guy. And but like you say, it creates a sense of apathy because all the intention is left with like stagnant nothingness. You know, like and yeah. um, it's not. I mean. I think Jorginho is an excellent footballer, so I don't think it's ever a right. Oh, he is. He's, he's not. He's not. He's not a FIFA player because he doesn't get assists or goals. But he helped. He, oh yeah, but he technically, team, in like his know. football intelligence, yeah. he's so good. Oh, but he's technically, he's a brilliant player. Yeah, I the way he like, can make space and hit a pass. Definitely. Yeah, I'd never boo a Chelsea player. I've never had that at the ground. I never. Would. No, nor would I. Yeah. So apart yeah, from good, Chris yeah. Sutton, I mean, Jorginho <laughs> is a pure football purist. I think yeah, you've got to be a real. If you're a FIFA yeah. fanboy, yeah, but what I, yeah, what I was alluding to, fan, you'll get, you'll yeah. get what I was alluding to is people are like by default uh, are giving him grief because they're he represents what's going on. At, you know, he's like a yeah. sort of focal point of Sari's man and this. So I feel like he, he's been incredibly professional of how he's dealt with it as well. He hasn't made like a little snarky comment about how fans should be there. He said, look, I understand. I want to be better for them and this is football and I will be better. You know, when really I feel like, dude, you're doing nothing wrong and you have to come out and say this. But um, whatever. <laughs> a- a- anyway, I'm, we've, I'm sort of digressing about, about this, all this sort of stuff. So it, we, we could maybe maybe win and whatever I feel like we'll, we'll get real context at the end of the season and there's no point you know sacking yeah. the coach in, bet- in between so let's look at top four um, no, I was um, I was pretty certain top four was always going to be fine um, and I, so much has changed still obviously the big change is Man United and the Solskjaer revolution yeah. and whatnot and he looks like he's fucking doing a Di Matteo but um <sighs> I was suddenly got really worried, and I thought, "Oh God!" But then again, Spurs have made me feel a lot better about it. But then, yeah, I don't. Know, but then Arsenal, you know, Arsenal's league form. I just don't know what to. Again, I don't know what to think anymore. Um, like, how, how do you feel about top four at the moment, and um, what what well, chances well, are? United, 
United well, let's see how they react after their first defeat. That's going to be quite, that's going to be quite a telling moment yes, because obviously they, it's the first game they've lost. You know, well, you know, they apart from PSG, it's a league defeat against your rivals. Mm. Um, so let's see how they react to that. Mm-hmm. Tottenham seems to be on a, a downward spiral. You know, it's difficult to kind of get out of that. They could, they could keep losing or dropping points. They could end up dropping. I mean, that would be the most Spursy thing in the world is to you know Go start next new season stadium. new stadium in the Europe. League that'll be fucking hilarious. I mean, that'll be the epitome. Yeah, Spurs Spur- yeah. would have peaked if that happened. Yeah. Um, listen, we're not getting in hand. I think we go above. Well, we're we're level on we points above, of Arsenal. Um, Arsenal. Mm. No, we won't go above. So we, 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 we're, okay, yeah. so we're not getting in hand. Yeah. We're yeah. getting level points of Arsenal. So then it's kind of like, well, then we have to hope for one them to slip up. Um, well, in that case, it's, it's going to be tight. it's going to be the game at Old Trafford, sort of like that game. It's monumental, isn't it? If we, I feel like it could yeah, be, you know, whoever whoever wins goes to Europe. Yeah, I mean, can you think on paper we should, apart from Liverpool and United, we should on paper probably win all our games mm. on paper. On paper, but... yeah, that's the thing. That's why I'm not being so reactive about Wolves because on paper. Wolves are going to play a certain way in their top six specialists. So yeah. I, t- I tweeted out before I went but, to the game and I was like, you know, yeah, like you say, the narrative was Chelsea should have capitalised off the opportunity. Um, yeah. But, you know, if that was if that was a, a Bournemouth or a Leicester, a one or then, I know it's just ridiculous because they're Premier League teams and Wolves haven't been. Uh, that would have been a, yeah. way more of an uproar. But the fact how it was Wolves, I, you know, I, they terror, they've beaten Liverpool and Spurs and they've beaten us already yeah. and they drew against City and they, they've got no reason to be nervous and they're not panicking for any reason. They're rallied, they're buoyant, they've got good players, they've got a good coach. Um, yeah, it's, just not, it's just not a shock result, really. Um, and it came from, and the goals came from an Eden Hazard moment of brilliance, which for a very organised team we needed and also I don't know how you felt about when you watched this Wolves goal but I was like how did that happen did that really happen do you know what I mean so I don't know yeah it was no one no one in midfield no one midfield was tracking him and there's a free one yeah you know he shot keeper probably was saved but hit Aspilicueta and kind of looped up and in yeah. so do you think can you legislate for that as a coach though like not tracking runners and, or well, is that just concentration well, like, you know surely football 101 is that you pick you know if you're you know, you picked one up from midfield because I literally, I think it was Jota who pulled wide mm. and Jimenez kind of ran into the space and it's only Aspicetta coming across the try and cut it out yeah. that he got deflected. So you kind of think, well, you know, if you're, mm. maybe you haven't got the midfield who can turn and run back at pace. I mean, you know, really good made the decision to go to the ball. But for me, like, it's not even like a personnel thing. It's like, surely sorry, ball, inverted commas, doesn't come to England and inherently, if I try and play this way, you're all going to just inherently forget how to track runners and defend. <laughs> because he can't be telling these players not to defend. Do you know what I mean? So I just... Yeah, well, because like Louis... Because you have both centre-halves being pulled out to the left. Yeah. Yeah, to the left. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know where Emerson was. Aspicret had come across from from right full back. Mm. And it was a, it was a skanky goal. You know, off, off the back of his heel, looped up and in. I mean, he kind of like started going straight and up in the corner. Listen, yeah. just, Fine margins, for those sort of things. Yeah, you can't. It's yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, do you think? Uh, um, but um, go on. Top four. Yeah. What's happening? You know what? I think a lot will depend on who we draw in the next round of the um, Europa League. Because if we get what might be a season easy draw, maybe we'll just focus more on that. Because mm. you know, 
go and win it, win the Champions League, and you know, Sarri's got a stiff execution. Yeah. Oh man, I just don't. Yeah. I feel like as well. I love. I love. I mean, I, I, we both agree in any. Chelsea fan worth their sort would agree we need to sort out of the hierarchy above the coaches and the club for us to actually have mm. a better footballing direction in the Premier League and understand how to be successful in the Premier League or even in, indeed in modern football today so you know you look at good European clubs and how they run but for me I love when well, I'm I turn 30 in three days right so I'm, I'm quite I'm quite a nipper in that sense okay but I um when mm-hmm. I was little I loved Zola right uh, and then and watching Chelsea in the nineties, whatever. I love Gianfranco Zola. He's obviously a very talented footballer. He's um, it's, it's just, again like he's got a touch of the Cantes, and he's a very very sweet man. He's very he's very good in presses. He's very measured. He makes people laugh, and he's great to have around the club. But I feel like he and he they obviously chose him because of those positive attributes, and he's a fucking Italian, so he speaks Italian. The story, mm. but he's just not the man for that job for me at all I mean Steve Holland seemed a little bit reserved and he always used to make me laugh because he just seemed a bit like tight-lipped to me like I remember the JT farewell yeah. speech and he passed the mic to Steve Holland and he was like what the fuck are you doing mate and yeah. I gave him those eyes like are you actually going to make me say something to little me? shit yeah. Yeah, yeah you've done me over but um but he was brilliant right and this is one of those things like when you left Conte I feel like that was a big element of when things went tits as well I feel like the second coach uh, isn't necessarily the right... I, I know it's difficult for me to say because I really, really love Zola for a lot of reasons. I wouldn't want him to leave Chelsea as an employee of Chelsea for anything. But do you feel like the second in command could be better for us, again, in English football? In the Premier League? Yeah, 100%. Yeah. I don't think Zola's a coach or a manager. I got a guy who was a Birmingham City fan mm. and he said Zola was the worst appointment he's seen in about 20 years he was awful because yeah. they, they got rid of um i can't remember monk or rarit they got rid of to put him in mm. in place he goes they were awful he's oh, a right. lovely man but he's not he's not a coach or a manager no he's like an we ambassador somebody there with a bit yeah. more yeah i mean he, he, yeah have him as director of football for example because he he's, he's commands respect yeah and he can look at players he, play. he knows good he knows a good player yeah right? i mean we we're, we're, shit we're, Exactly. Whatever, but yeah, you see, we need that second figure that's a super tactician, knows English football. Uh, you know, if we're gonna have a sort of laissez-faire, sorry, he wants to nurture the inner child and play beautiful football and uh, inherently winning football when it works because of systematically perfect it is. Then we yeah. need his number two to be kick you up the arse and you know listen to the gaffer and you know whatever, just li- no nonsense. I feel like there needs to be a sort of the balance needs <laughs> to be correct, but um. Yeah. So okay. So we don't know what's gonna happen. We've 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 shot we've shoot the shit, mate. We've talked about Chelsea up and down, top to bottom, how we feel. Um, ultimately, if we want it to work, but I I I don't have a horse in the race. I I sort of expressed how I felt about Sari's appointment initially, but looking at it now, I feel like it could go. I wouldn't cry, I wouldn't necessarily cry for him, but I'd cry for just another failing of the club structure, if you know what I mean. Um, to to before before like I want I want to plug your Twitter and uh, tell people where they can listen to you and stuff. But do do you think now where we're standing, we're looking forward? Will <laughs> yes and no answer for both? Will we win the Europa League and will we will we get top four? And you can you can caveat it with if or raw. But how do you think things are going? Just from how you as a fan. Uh, uh, no and no. <laughs> no, I just don't think we've got the. I'm I'm very sort of you know yeah. I'm forever 
of the optimist, but I just, I just think there's so much negativity, there's so much yeah. shit football. We played against yeah, a half decent side. Mm. I think Liverpool could tear us in your arsehole when we play them. Mm. You know, at the moment, as yeah. much as City did to us. I mean, yeah, mm. yeah. I mean, you know, yeah, really good thing would be is, you know, in the finals. Yeah, I was gonna say, look at the final. That wasn't too bad. Yeah, yeah, but if they look at two weeks ago, we thought that we lost six 0 So it's you know, kind of it's Jekyll and Hyde. I mean, mm. to me, you know, in in what's been a crap season. If we go to Anfield and stop Liverpool in the league, that will make up for a lot of shit. I tell you. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay. Yeah. So okay. So how, how how's this season? Okay, we don't win the Europa League, but say we go to Anfield, we beat them. City win the league, we get top four. Spurs don't get top four. Is that a good season for you? That's a very acceptable season for me. <laughs> it's context from a true purely, purely, purely based on rivalries rather than football. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Fine, that's fine. No, integrity, it's just based on rivalries, yeah. But Dan, you've got to take the rough with the smooth. Mate, it's been excellent. Totally, yeah. yeah, thank you so much for coming on, mate. No, thank I'll, you for yeah. having me. No, it's been an absolute pleasure. Like I said uh, to the listeners, seen you a couple of games. I, I saw you the other day. We couldn't. I was I was with um, uh, another mate who got me the ticket. So I'll have to catch up with you properly next time and have a, have a beer. Definitely. Um, yeah. Guys, Definitely. If you've enjoyed listening to this conversation, which I hope you have, Dan is a is a is a titan of Chelsea podcasting. He you can often hear him on the Chelsea Fancast, hosted by Stanford Chidge. If you're listening to this, I'm sure you've heard of that podcast because uh, Chidge is a he was a big help with me setting up the podcast, and uh, he's a really sweet the pod, man. The podfather, the podfather himself. He, yeah. Um, yeah. So, and also you can hear Dan on Love Sport Radio, and he he, he often um, he goes to all the Chelsea games. Um, certainly, uh, I don't know if you go away, but I will see, I will see you around um, whenever I go. You yeah. just seem to always be there. So, um, yeah, Dan. I mean, I'm just like literally live there. Yeah, yeah. He's 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 a measured fan. He's got good opinions. So if people want to hear your opinions and banter against Liverpool and Tottenham, uh, what's your Twitter handle, mate? It's uh, Dan. Silv73. Cool. So at Dan. So D-A-N. Silv, yeah. Go on. D-A-N-S-I-L-V-S-73. L-V-S-73. That's it. Me talking over you there just to make sure people didn't hear. Dan Silv73. Mate, thank you so much for coming on, mate. Pleasure. And there we have it, ladies and gentlemen. Big thank you for Dan for joining me on the podcast. I will get him back on. It was fun. He's a good he's a good man. He knows all about Chelsea. So what a great guest to have on the Anacon Chelsea podcast. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, sorry that it's taken a couple of weeks to get another episode in, but hopefully it's a good one and you'll enjoy it. And I, um, I'm expecting to get the normal regimented uh, timings back in. I'll try and do one once a week for you guys um if you're a regular listener and you always return to listen thank you so much i really appreciate all your support um feel free to follow me on twitter at chelsea yannick often talking about all sorts of nonsense and chelsea and football etc give me a rating on itunes if you haven't it does mean a lot because apparently it helps anyway all that nonsense being said up the chelsea keep the blue flag flying eye carefree wherever you may be. I really mean that. I'll see you later.